now, a special announcement from the local carnival. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up, step right up. Freaks, clowns, exotic animals, and dancing dolls, we have it all. Don't wait, <laughs> don't hesitate, you won't want to miss it. This is The Dark Carnival. <laughs> Welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Today I'm joined by Spencer playing Stuart Koval, Bam Bam playing James Matthews. Uh, I'm Logan playing Donovan. I'm Alex playing Darling. And I'm Moose, your Fate Master for today. Last time on Dragon Ball Z, we got accosted by dolls and clowns and monkeys. Oh my. Um, <laughs> we now find our ragtag bunch in the Dark Carnival. Um, I believe three of you, Mr. Stewart, Mr. James, five, four and a half, <laughs> and Darling are all together. It's our lone wolf Donovan who has walked into the midway from a hedge maze. Mm -hmm. Sweet. I like it. Okay, so a little bit of overarching umbrella nonsense. The sights, sounds, and smells are all dialed up to a 10. You hear at least three different calliopes echoing throughout the carnival. The whole space itself seems to be in a bubble. There's sort of an echo going on, like you can hear people's voices reverberate in weird ways, even though you can see the night sky. And uh, James, you know this is generally just a, a vacant field, like there's no way that you could be encapsulated in something like this. The mm -hmm. space also sprung up, like, just in minutes. You're, like, that's kind of something that's kind of trickling into your mind now. I don't think the others have quite caught on yet, but you're like, there there are tents and stalls and walls. Like, someone built a fence, and they didn't really have time to do this. Kind of weird. We'll, we'll talk about it later. It's fine. Anyway, going back. <laughs> so we've got calliopes echoing. We've got carnies barking down every which way. You see strange ratty signposts pointing midway. House of Freaks. Big Top. The Stage. Things like this. Um, you smell funnel cakes and sweets and fairy floss. All different things. There's just a million and one things to do. And every single person from town is here, including other faces you don't recognize, James. Of course, Darling and Stuart, you are not going to recognize anyone. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of faces here. So yes, mm -hmm. what would we like to do first? Since we'll start with you three and then move to Donovan. Well, James probably like like with that would just kind of like respond to it. Um, especially now like seeing um <clears throat> like seeing Darling and, you know, Rashad no longer like he knew it was Rashad, right? Or no? Y yeah. Y there was no mistaking it was your great grand uncle Rashad. Okay. Um so yeah, like he's just gonna like you know definitely take a minute to that, and he's like, um, how? When when did they set this all up? I I, I don't understand. Does it matter? It's here. 
Well, it just, it doesn't make, it does, it doesn't make sense. This, this was an open field. I, I mean, it, it literally was just an open field. Well, you're a performer. You know how handy they can be. No, and, and She's Rashad? like patting his arm like, oh, oh, honey. <laughs> like, you there poor thing. <laughs> and where did, where'd Rashad go? That... Who? <laughs> the, the man. The, the, the man you were with? At this point, she is going to stick out her lower lip in a, little, a bit of a pouch. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and because it's darling, I want to cast parlor tricks. Cool. And I, just, I want her to literally glitter. Like, I want her dress to okay. glitter a little bit. I just oh want her God. to stand out. <laughs> cool. Do it. Let's see. We'll find out. You can do it at a positive spin. Okay. Because it's darling, and that's what she does. It is what she does. Luckily, I got exactly what I needed. So, uh, for a five of masks, uh, that's my minimum target number. I got a five of masks. Hooray. So, yes. She sparkles like an Instagram filter. <laughs> at the use of magic darling you are something bumps into you from behind uh the two gentlemen are uh, Stuart. are you looking at darling as this happens um i imagine he's distracted at the moment but when she starts okay. to glitter he he might take note okay so as soon as you see her glitter and of course um james you're watching darling so you're you're both gonna see this out of nowhere, really out of a shadow, one of those strange mannequins just kind of bumps into Darling, holding a tray of candy apples. And she takes one immediately. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, James will kind of like do that like thing, like it, it kind of well knowing that he's like standing there, but will kind of do that thing where like you back up, like not noticing someone standing behind you, just like into Stuart and just huh. Stuart is going to uh, I think he's going to offer the mannequin a suspicious glance but I think beyond that he's uh, more concerned with looking around and getting his bearings okay darling since you take the apple the mannequin gives you a slight little bow and begins to sparkle the same way you do <gasps> look 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 it did the it just starts like <laughs> teeter dancing off towards the midway, just sparkling the entire time. I love it here. <laughs> it makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you such a spoil sport? I, I'm I, I'm not a spoil sport. I. Huh? Why do they have to be dolls? <laughs> Technically, they're mannequins. Here, have this, and she's gonna hand off the candied apple. I'm sure it'll make you feel better. Stuart is going to look to James. Don't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> no fun. Wait, how tall is Stuart again? Uh, Stuart is a foot taller than you. No, he's oh. he is eleven inches and a half taller than you. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Um. Well, no, I just, I wanted to, like, because uh, I'm trying to picture, like, um, 
their height thing while he's just like standing in front of Stuart on like whether or not he could just look up and see him, but probably not so much. Mm. Um, so I mean, he'll probably kind of like you know just like over his shoulder, just kind of glance and then look back at like Daringly and just shake his head. No, you guys are awfully suspicious. This is a carnival. You're supposed to be here to have fun, and she's gonna take a bite of the apple. You taste the most delicious poison experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is poison. It's poison. <laughs> Um, so it's the most delicious sweet experience in your mouth it's just an explosion nice, nice. uh wee woo wee woo <laughs> please continue just a delicious explosion in your mouth <laughs> yep it's gonna make you want to continue to munch on that apple and you're just kind of going at as you crunch down and kind of you enjoy it like you, you spark to like your eyes glisten you like i say glitter probably a little bit more as your emotions just kind of spark up you notice the feathers at first of the boa. Then you trail upwards to the black fishnets that are, of course, um, on the pedestal of bright red stilettos, towering up to the purple gossamer gown, all the way up to the black velvet top hat of this woman as she strolls up to you with this cane. The cane is in her would-be left hand. She's not really using it to walk. It's more of just a statement. Mm -hmm. Her right hand is emblazoned with a what it is her hand, but it kind of looks like a brass gauntlet. She kind of just sashays her way to you. Y'all are holding up the line, darling. There's no fun to be had here in the beginning. Why don't you pick away? Right? Left? Anywhere but this dull point right here. Who are you? Name's Angelica, darling. I'm one of the, uh, announces if you will and i am here to make sure everyone has a good time shall we look at stewart and i mean everyone now i would like you to move along to one of the many attractions or i'm going to have to put you in time out oh i don't want that but uh miss angelica if you don't mind um i am trying to find a friend maybe you've <gasps> seen him Oh, there are many fine bows here. What What's your flavor? Tall, dark, short, blonde? We talking ethnic? I have most of those right with me. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm looking for is, is, is a tall guy and she holds her hand taller than her and, and strong and she like, forms up like as if she had muscles. His name's Mercury. Have you seen him? Oh. <gasps> Oh, you picked a fine bow there, Miss Darling, isn't it? Uh-huh, that's me. I'm very famous. Oh, quite. I, I see you are practically radiating star potential. Mercury is our strong man, darling. If you were to... She kind of thinks... Twir like, just kind of twirls one of her brass claws. Head towards the big top. He'll be performing later. You might be able to catch him by his tent. It's in the back. Though, you might have to go through Clown Town to see him. Uh, Clown Town? <laughs> well, yes. It's our own little hobble. Think of it as a tiny little snippet of fun. It is a garish expression of color and laughter. 
and it's a perfect place for our most jovial performers. Well, thank you so much, Angelica. I hope I see you around, and and uh, John and and Stuart. Right? Let's go. Let's go there. It'll be fine. Uh, James. James. Sorry. Yes, of course, James. <sighs> oh, um, uh, I do see both of you are missing a sweet here. She just takes her hand off the cane. It does not fall. It just stays completely uh, 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 parallel or standing. It doesn't fall. That's the word I'm looking for. Brain malfunction. And a movable rod. (laughs) Pulls off her top hat, reaches inside, like dips her entire arm all the way up to the elbow into this little tiny velvet top hat and pulls out two bags of um, two paper sacks full of fairy floss and goes to hand one to Stuart and one to James. The whole James' eyes are just bug-eyed the whole time. Just what, like her whole arm just going to the side. He's like, oh. but he will cautiously accept. The Stuart will accept his own, though he'll keep it held at his side. She doesn't seem to react to that. She puts her mm-hmm. hat back on, just waves her hand up, and the cane levitates up to her grasp. She'll give you a, a just a deep bow and just start sashaying back the way she came, which would be to the right, um, which that direction is the um, Hall of Mirrors and the House of Freaks. To your left is the midway. Well, I suppose we don't have to do Clown Town. I just have to see my friend Mercury at some point. What do you guys want to do? So to that, Stuart is going to give the carnival another like quick glance around before looking back to them where do you suppose they keep the animals oh we should have asked her I don't want to ask her (laughs) (laughs) I guess we just have to explore then and she's going to try and wizard of Oz this shit where she tries to put arm through one arm through the other and hop down the midway okay go ahead and give me a grace a grace check Okay. <laughs> I'll go ahead and cheat that. I had a four of masks. I'm cheating in a ten of rams. Sweet. You do it just just like Judy Garland. Just one, one, and you just skip, and you're so, let's just say, enticing. They <laughs> instantly pick up the pace. Both Stuart and James, you're both like, oh, we're going now. <laughs> um, just kind of skipping your way down the, to the midway. Okay. Where, standing in the middle of the road, crying out for a certain male clown in a tutu, is <laughs> our long-lost comrade, Donovan. That baritone John... Uh, <laughs> Johnson. John. <laughs> baritone Lol. Uh... Uh, uh, Donovan you're going to at this point all of the townspeople are giving you the whitest birth possible they all have treats in their hands you've seen this glittering mannequin kind of teeter down the midway and practically bumped into you while you were standing there calling out for baritone Lola but didn't really pay you much mind Um, there are carnival games on either side of you uh, and now you see your acquaintances, arm in arm, skipping towards you. Uh, I'm going to scowl at the mannequin as it uh, skips by <laughs> me. 
Um, cool. And if the if everybody is coming straight towards me, uh, or if everyone's going straight towards Donovan, then he's just gonna sit and stare at them. Just <laughs> you know, it'll pass if he just stands there. I guess or whatever they're gonna do, they're gonna do. So he's just gonna stand and wait. Okay. So uh, the cat cat calling for Baritone Lilith stops as our motley crew approaches. Um, motley crew, your friend mm-hmm. has stopped moving and is just waiting for the inevitable end of you guys to happen. Yep. <laughs> inevitable end. Oh my god. I suppose Darling will try to stop the forward momentum. I met him earlier. He's looking for someone... I don't remember who, though. I'm sure he'll tell us. And she looks expectantly. Oh, you're right next to me? Yeah. Okay. You're talking... <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, Baritone Lola. He's uh, about yay high. Blue hair. He's got really hairy legs. He's got a mom tattoo. He's a clown. Oh, uh, no clowns, please. Why are you even here? <laughs> I really don't know. You know, that's true. Why are you here? Um, we should find you a clown to, uh, you know, cheer you up. Like yes, baritone. I love this idea. What? Like no, baritone I'm, Lola, I'm fine. best clown. Look, I'm happy. See? <laughs> no, he's no, just... he's the best clown. <laughs> he can. We all know that you need a clown, and this is the best one. That's why I'm calling his name out. This James the has best. the most terrified fake smile you can ever just <laughs> fucking muster. I'm happy. See. <laughs> uh, yeah, Donovan will give an equally uh, fake smile back. A really toothy or something. I don't know. Me. <laughs> I just did it in real life so hopefully that uh, accurately conveyed what it's supposed to look like i'm sure they'll be able to tell yeah yeah <laughs> uh perfect uh and everyone's smiling a very diminutive clown runs up from just kind of between the games smiling is just as big as everyone else is oh god maybe bigger <laughs> um his mouth seems to take up a good half of his face as he's smiling running at you he's about three feet tall just jingling with his little bells on his shoes, and he's multicolored. Yeah. Oh, look at him! Um, <laughs> Donovan's gonna back up a little bit. And, uh, does he have anything in his hands, the clown? Nope. He's just waving his hands back and forth up in the air, like, Bruh! Oh! Alright, Donovan will look around uh, warily, see if anybody's trying to sneak up on them. That's smart. <laughs> Give me a notice check. Okay. Um, that's my notice. I got a nine of rams. You don't see anybody. Like, there's no nefarious deeds being done with sheep that you have to worry about. Um, but this little clown just is running up to you guys, just trying to cause the biggest scene possible. People from the town are now noticing. Um He's about a foot away from you guys if anyone else wants to react or do anything. So probably, like, trying to, like, loop their arms as fast as he can. Uh, James like, oh, oh the, the mirrors, fun mirrors. Come on, let's go check out the mirrors. Um, Stuart <laughs> is going to interject and hold up his hand to the clown. Sir, could you point us towards uh, Clown Town? 
<laughs> at that, he stops. His hands just stop waving. They're still straight up. He tilts his head kind of the right. You swear his smile gets bigger, and he slowly nods yes, pivots back on his heels, and starts walking through the midway, never dropping his hands, no longer jingling his bells like crazy, just this strange little three-foot multicolored guide just walking you down the midway. Upon seeing that, um, Stuart will look to James... Mirrors, you said. House, house of mirrors. <laughs> That's mean. Uh, I kind of want to go to Clown Town. I was just a little worried, uh, you know, back on Earth side. Uh, you guys ever been to Coney Islands? Uh huh. Yeah, so you'd know that they uh, they'll hire little clowns to shock you with cattle prods. So uh, I was sl- I was slightly worried about that, but I think we should follow him. We can come back for the house of mirrors later. Let's yeah. go to the clown town, guys. <laughs> clown town, hooray! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, there we go. So right. he doesn't even check to see if you're following him, but he stays at a fairly slow pace. Kind of there's time to time he'll like sway as he's walking just slowly just slowly sway and then he stops abruptly you've gone about two yards not very far and he turns back to you guys there's no longer a smile but his mouth still looks abnormally large just in this very pursed line and he kind of gives you a, a grimace he brings his arms down And as you see his arms go down, they seem to elongate until his knuckles are dragging the ground. Oh. And he walks, like, back off between two, like, just never leaving your gaze. He just looks at you just scowling and drags his little arms back between two games and just disappears into the crowd. What a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I... I don't get it. I don't get it either. Darling, give me a notice check. Okay. We are... Oh, oh, I'm going to add stuff to it. So I have a nine of crows plus one. So a ten of crows. You hear it and you smell it before you see it. It's coming from behind you. But kind of as an animal smell. It's very kind of musky. And you hear well lubricated but it is machinery that you hear coming at you and you kind of feel this wind coming you turn to see it it is a a flying monkey missing its fez it is coming directly for you (gasps) you have you have one turn to react okay hang on i just have to see what i what what tricks i have up my sleeve because i know she would freak out yeah so i think uh she's gonna try and cast wrench Okay. As she like panics. Cool. I need a ten of masks or tomes. I got a seven. I can't. Oh, I'll just cheat in thirteen of masks. Your spell. You think you've got it. You're like, oh no. Like that moment of panic. You're like, I we're good. I've got my magic. Magic doesn't go off. No longer good. Starting to panic. The monkey flies by. 
gives you this big old happy, like closes its eyes even, it's smiling so big, toothy grin, flies straight past you, grabbing the fez and in off into the air. Oh, I liked that hat. Donovan. Yes. Please give me a defensive duel. Defensive duel. All right. Mm-hmm. I got a three of crows. Total. Yeah, total. Ooh. Oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, Donovan, you feel a shock to your backside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> please, please take a wound. Okay. As you are cattle electrically just, you are prodded by this same three foot clown who is no longer smiling. He is a sad, frowny clown. All right. Uh, well, uh, yeah, Donovan will, you know, jump and be shocked and maybe fall down. I don't know. Turn around and, yeah, start saying, like, you motherfucker. How? God damn it. <laughs> Duh. At that, he just, like, <laughs> like, just starts running, dragging the cattle prod behind him. Sparks just, like, pss, 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 on the ground. People are like, oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I will mention the other part of the joke is that the the your date walks over a you know a vent on the ground and their skirt gets blown up. So uh, you know, and he'll he'll like hold his hands up, like looking around. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that one. <laughs> <I'm> waiting. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> um, okay, so do we want to play some midway games? Do we want to go see things? What are we gonna do, kids? Uh, I want to chase the monkey. I, oh my god! Okay, <laughs> give me a notice check to see if you can still yeah. see the monkey. Yeah, you got it. All right, let's let's heck and do this. Hey, uh, I don't know. That's a nine. That is a nine of masks. Uh, yes, you can still see hell the yeah. It is. It's quite a ways. I mean, not quite a ways. I'd say this point, three, four yards away. Of course, it's flying. Mm-hmm. You can still see it. Um, so what, 12 feet? Yeah, you're fine. Um, you'd have to go at a, at a brisk pace to keep up with it. It is flying in the same direction that that little clown is running with the cattle broad. I think without saying anything to the rest of the group... I think he's going to beeline after this monkey. Because I, I think he's been waiting with the group until his opportunity. But I think now there is a chance to... I There's a lot of stuff, I don't know. Because he can't interrogate the monkey, but it could lead him back to where the kids are. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that that's the thing. There's, the there's not a lot of options. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, so Mr. Stewart just takes off in a just a sprint. Motley crew, what are we gonna do? Hmm. Donovan's still uh, reeling from being cattle prodded. I think. I I really want to enjoy the carnival, but I don't know. Do you guys think something weird's happening? What? What? <laughs> what? Really? I don't know. Like no. Takes like, another bite really? of her apple. Are, are you serious right now? <laughs> well, I just... I came to find my friend, and I wanted to enjoy the carnival. And this carnival doesn't seem so much fun, although maybe it's the company I keep. 
Someone's running off after animals. Someone's afraid of everything. Someone's just here for the clowns. There's a lot we can do, guys. You want fun? Is that is this that yeah? It's fun. We can we can yeah, have fun. fun. Um, yeah. Uh, um, Donovan's gonna turn around after looking after that clown for a little bit and rubbing his back. I bet and say, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go find a clown that's not gonna cattle prod us. That's the uh, one we were looking for before. Uh, <laughs> the one you were looking for. I, I, I He'll have... shrug and say, Does it doesn't matter. It's he's gonna be fun. I have an idea. Uh I, I like if Stuart's still like close enough to kinda like he'll like try to yell to Stuart to try to like get him to wait. Stuart, do you stop? Um if he yells to you to wait, do you stop? Uh, God. God damn it. Fucking telltale moment. Um, <laughs> I think... James Matthew Band will remember this. Oh my God. I think he will wait. If it's, if it's James calling him, he'll wait. Snap his head back. But. Okay. So then if he stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like James kind of like, you know, he'll do like, you know, that like thing, you know, like if you're nervous, you kind of like shake your hands a little bit, like at your side. Mm-hmm. He'll kind of shake those and he goes, okay. Uh, uh, darling, I need you to do me a favor. Okay. Um, don't judge me, but could you just kiss me on the cheek really quick? I promise oh. you'll see why. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, darling, kisses on the cheek, leaving a nice pink lipstick mark. Actually, darling, it's not pink <gasps> like your lipstick would be. It is bright, just maroon. It's this deep, vibrant maroon color, the same color as the candied apple you're eating. Oh, that's not my shade. And then James takes a deep breath. And then like just gets a like just out of nowhere just has like a wave of energy. And then, <laughs> unless we're going to get like sued for this. James just starts like <laughs> doing a merrily dance and just ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, tang, tang, walla, walla, bang, bang. <laughs> and he's bright red, very nervous, but he's trying to draw attention. Oh, OK. Um. No, seeing as most of the people in the midway are townsfolk, they know who you are, and are just watch. They're like, "Oh, Jane!" Like they're like, like clapping along. Some of them are doing like a little, little tiny dance. <laughs> Donovan looks pretty concerned. Um, <laughs> go ahead and give me a performance check. Okay. Or an art. Oh shit! Uh, that's a uh, thirteen of Rams. Your slapstick performance of uh, the witch doctor is (laughs) riveting. Everyone is watching you. The carnies are upset because those who are playing the games nearest you have stopped playing. Um, They're trying to still vie for the attention of these people who are just enthralled with you like the banker's son. Just going absolutely ape and just doing his due. Um, You've also gotten the attention of Someone, well, you wouldn't have seen her, but the rest of the gang saw her. A very thin, thin, like rail thin, like pin thin woman sporting a luxurious beard starts just sauntering up to you, like swaying what would be her hips if there was anything on them other than bones. Um, And she starts dancing with you. She's clearly one of the performers and she joins in your little merry song. Yeah, and like, like, well, he'll just like, you know, continue dance with her. Um, and then kind of, I mean, hopefully they kind of like get it. 
but uh, kind of like nod to like the others. Um, kind of like, because uh, his plan was to get the attention of like someone who was from the carnival. So that okay, well you got so it. that way Stuart didn't have to run around chasing a monkey, but maybe we can just you know so we kind of buddy up to one of them and say hey, so we wanted to see these nice monkeys. Okay, do you talk to her about it? Do you finish your song and talk? To uh, her? Yeah, like you know after like song's done, you know he'll definitely be like hi, oh my gosh, um, hi, I love the carnival. Well, it's a pleasure to have such a wonderful performer with us. My name is Lizzie. Thin Lizzie. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I get it. She strokes her beard. Most do. I'm 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 James. James Matthews. Uh these are fucking <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> these are these are uh, my 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 friends. They're uh and they're kind of like, you know, if they're not like behind him, he's kind of like turning to look like for them and like pointing. Darling looks starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> we um we we came to the carnival because we we oh we we couldn't wait to just see the carnival and and the monkeys. Oh, the monkeys are beautiful. We we were hoping to see them up close. Uh Mr. Mr. James, when did you see the monkeys? They are a special treat for the big talk. I don't know when you would have seen them prior. Um, our tickets. That's that's how we got our tickets. Oh, I see. Mm, could be they were let out early. Uh, Lizzie is not privy to all information. If you want to see the monkeys, you can come with me through back door to Big Top. Oh, okay. Many fun and original sites are waiting for you. Lizzie will promise this. She just kind of starts sauntering off. Come, come. Uh, and then, like, you know, following behind her and then doing that, like, very, like, childlike, you know, turn around real quick to, like, face the others, do the double thumbs up. <laughs> Donovan's gonna uh, catch up to Thin Lizzie. Um, walking side by side with her if he can. And, uh... She'll take your arm. Sure. And he's like, hey, uh, after the monkeys, I've been looking for somebody specific. <laughs> uh, and I think he works for the circus. Uh, I've heard he's pretty good. Oh, uh, is this a, uh, engagement? Are you looking for perhaps Mr. Mercury? Um, no. He's, uh, I don't know what his name is, uh, but he's, like, he's kind of a, like, hurdy-gurdy man. Um, he's got, like, really, really hairy legs. He's got blue <laughs> hair. Um, he's, uh, he, I mean, last time I saw him, he was wearing, uh, high heels and fishnets, and he's got a tattoo that says mom on it. She stops at your tracks. Oh, um, oh my! You are—you have been taken by the wiles of the the baritone, Miss Lola. You have good taste, sir. Lizzie approves. I will show you Lola's private dressing room just for you. I don't normally take the riffraff, but you must be playing one of Lola's games. Uh, 
Yeah, is that his name? Lola? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes, Lola. She is. She is wonderful. You, you are in for a good time. You have chosen correctly. You will not be disappointed. But yes, we see the monkeys first. Lizzie, take you to the monkeys. Cool. She begins again. Uh, I, I hope Stuart's following because James will yeah. look back for so, Stuart. Yes. Like, so Stuart. <laughs> Who was going to chase after a monkey to maybe go down a path that possibly leads to saving children indirectly somehow? After being told to wait, in which he also had to watch a fucking performance of the witch doctor. <laughs> and then, I, I imagine he wasn't close enough to hear, but just watch as James interacted with this skeletal bearded woman. I... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I imagine he's been in the back, and I imagine he didn't keep going. I imagine he sat there and watched, but I imagine he's, like, he was dumbstruck until it looked like something was working. So I think he's caught up now, but I don't think he heard everything that's been, like, said up until this point. You are taken through a very dense, like, maze-like time. Like, it's a construction. Like, there seems to be more tents and more stalls than plausible because there's no general public, there's nothing going on here, but you snake through some tents, you weave past a few booths, uh, you see something that kind of looks like a mugging, you're not sure, it's a clowns, it's a couple clowns and a townsfolk, like, the man's laughing, he's clearly pressed up against a building, you're not sure if they're, t you know, checking his pockets, but he's clearly smiling and laughing and having a great time. Mm. Um, some Joker-esque shit. And you make your way, <laughs> you make your way to the big top. It stands in the direct center of the carnival, this big, it looks black until you approach the tent fully, and it is uh, purple velvet. You walk a little bit around to the back entrance, you see kind of, uh, there's a little bit of iron gating put up, probably to corral animals, things like that. Lizzie walks and pulls up just a flap of the tent and kind of like motions you in. I'm going. Yeah, we're going. Who's going in first? Uh, probably me, assuming I was still, um, with her, yeah. Cool. Donovan, you're the first to make me a willpower duel. I got an 11 of masks. You're gonna make the DM cheat, but I like it. <laughs> you walk into the tent, and it all sound just fades away. Except for that of a pin organ. Just this little tinking, kind of like a music box. As you step into the tent, you also realize it's pitch black. Until you're about a foot in, just enough for someone else to come behind you. And a single limelight, just little lantern goes and comes on. And then they just, about 30 seconds after one another, they just little lights just pop up, uh, leading you to the center of the big top. All that is illuminated is the dirt and the strange red pedestal that's at the very center of the big top. You can't see the stands. You can't see anything around you other than what these lights are illuminating. Do you go deeper in? No, I'll look behind me. You no longer see the opening of the tent. It's just blackness behind you. Uh, hello? Oh, hello. Hello? I am still here. Lizzie walks next, like, suddenly walks into view. Okay. Did you think I left you? Yeah, well, it's, no, it's just really dark in here. It's a little confused. He'll, like, uh, 
hold his arm out to like grab or to have her grab onto his arm again. You, she takes it. Um, it's slightly moist. <laughs> You're not sure if she's really sweaty, or perhaps it's just like I don't know. She took a quick shower, but it's it's definitely wet. All right. <laughs> well, that's that's a little strange, but I mean, my you know I've gotten sweaty holding somebody's hand, so whatever. Uh, she begins to lead you towards the center of the stage. Who enters in after Donovan? Uh, well, I mean, I would have been right behind her. I don't know, like, if uh, one of the other two would have... Oh, Thin Lizzie's still holding the uh, tent open for you. Oh, yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, James would enter. Give me a willpower duel, James. All right, come on, Jamesy. That's uh, all right, James. You're doing good. You're doing good, James. You're doing good. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, so that plus four. So uh, five of um, Rams. Sweet. I love yes. it. <laughs> you two walk into a pitch black big top that the same sort of limelight scenario happens. But what is illuminated to you are about six mannequins <sighs> all in a circle. In the center of the circle sits... You're not really sure it's a person, but there's a humanoid thing in between them. Um, hello? Uh, mister? Hello? And you see these little tiny hands just kind of grab one of the ankles of the mannequin. It's the uh, same child that you were following beforehand. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you Okay. I can't get out. Every time I try, they move. Can you help me? Oh, um, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, James, like, he's, like, kind of frozen, but he will, like, just, oh, he would just try to force his legs to move towards the child. At that, James, you feel something grab onto your shoulders and practically press itself into you and like be kind of your puppeteer and start like walking you towards the mannequins which you realize it's another mannequin oh my fucking christ <laughs> we'll leave you there who's next i think darling will turn to mm -hmm. Stuart. You gentlemen keep leaving me walking by myself. Let's go in together. So. I'll turn that frown upside down. So Stuart is going to be entirely apprehensive about that. Uh, I think he's going to look back over his shoulder. Even though he has obviously lost the monkey. And technically they are bringing him two monkeys. He's still paranoid of everything in this fucking carnival. But after a moment of that nonsense, uh, he will reluctantly accept and step forward. Okay. Um, Stuart, what you are going to see, mm -hmm. it's off in the distance. There'd be no way you could get to it before it would fly off. Mm -hmm. But that same albino monkey is just sitting on top of one of the stalls waving at you. Fucking bitch. 
Go ahead, kill that fucking monkey. <laughs> I don't even know if it actually killed um, those with... people. I'm just going to kill this fucking monkey. Um, Finn Lizzie sees this and just, oh, oh, I did not see you were those special guests. She closes the big top. Uh, with, with the sons and madame, follow me this way. And she starts leading you um, around to the, like, the opposite side of the big top. Um, Stuart is going to hold up a moment. Not so fast. We ain't leaving James. Oh, they'll be fine. <laughs> oh, you're dead, guys. I'm sorry, I tried. That's as far as Cannon will let me go. That's alright. I've got $5.80 towards my grave. That's, you know what? That's, that's fine. Alright, well then, um... Good enough for Stuart, I guess. At this point, um, I he's been acting kind of weird, but he's still sort of trying. Like sometimes it occurs to him that he should be keeping a low profile, so he's not going to argue this. So I will leave you and Darling to your trek around the big top. Okay, we'll go back to Donovan. You are walking with the increasingly moist Thin Lizzie. <laughs> You like your arm has now been saturated with moisture, and <laughs> you can't really make out a whole lot in betwixt the the limelight. But every time you see her, she seems to be blurry or a little bit droopy. By the time she walks you to the center stage, and you you can finally get a, a good view at what is happening, she seems to be kind of like a watercolor of herself. You're still holding on to something of the same kind of proportions, everything else, but it is definitely not human anymore. You're pretty much holding on to just a blob of shifting color. Um, I'll try to use my um, education in this sort of business. Okay, educate me. Okay, I will educate. I will uh, cheat in. Uh, I got a three of tomes, and I'll cheat in an eight of tomes for a thirteen of tomes. Okay, so we're gonna go saying it is your uh, history academic skill that actually gets you the answer that you're looking for. Uh, there are stories in Malifaux that the guild has collected that speak of strange beings able to shift forms into whatever suits them. They are known as doppelgangers. They could be your mom. They could be the sweet old granny on the corner. They could impersonate a performer at a carnival. Mm -hmm. They are known to, you know, kind of shift at a whim, but there is a strange occurrence that some doppelgangers, um, like to play tricks and turning into this like amorphous thing has been written and recorded before. So you are are attached currently to a doppelganger. Okay. Are these tricks usually fatal to the, the... I mean it's a neverborn. It is a, a a creature to be feared. Um you're not exactly sure how or why you're attached to it now, but yeah, it's not great. All right. It's not a great time. Okay. Um, well, uh, 
So, <laughs> uh, and uh, Donovan saying these things, um, the Wella so thing, not telling that person that it's a doppelganger. <laughs> um, so what are we doing here? Thought there were gonna be monkeys. At the sound of monkeys, the moist thing on your arm drops your arm and shapeshifts into this strange human-sized, it's a chimp, or what would be a chimp. It's kind of more human than not, but it's trying to be a monkey and kind of jumps up and down for your amusement. I'm like, uh, uh, hey, that's, uh, that's pretty good. Now, uh, if only my friends were here to see it, too. Kind of tilts its head. And then shifts back into that strange little tiny clown. And looks at you. Oh, okay. Um, where are, uh, yeah, my buddy's at. Or, uh... Oh, Ted. Can we... Hmm. <laughs> can we go to... Can we go see... Uh, Lola again? Or, or now? Can we go see Lola now, maybe? Tilt the Ted back straight. And begins to smile. This time you realize that its teeth are serrated. Lame. At the sound of Lola. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. It kind of does this little hop. Gets up onto the red pedestal that I assume is towards your back at this point, And begins to kind of handstand and tumble a little bit. And then it lunges at you. Aww. Um, I will say Ooh. Baritone Lola really fast, the full name. <laughs> cool, you do. Okay. <laughs> um, go ahead and make a defensive duel for me. Do a what duel? <laughs> oh, defensive. A defensive. Okay. Mm -hmm. I got a 12 of masks. Sweet. Uh, yeah, it does not hit you. You are capable of dodging out of its way. Um, yeah, so got me this is a good trick uh how about we uh how about we leave now as i'm backing away hopefully towards the direction that i came in it makes this disgusting like gooey scream of a sound um and just kind of shakes off the clown exterior and it's now just this torso with arms and tentacles and several faces it's not the doppelganger that you're used to you're not actually sure what sort of creature this is um it was clearly just disguised with a glamour or something um it's going to go ahead and make another attack at you Ooh, that one's not great okay flip me a defense i got a nine of tomes so this one's going to connect no you suffered a wound Ouch. and you now get the crazy condition I'm crazy so <laughs> Donovan's common sense and sort of everything is just going out the window suddenly the idea of finding Baritone Lola does not entice you you're not exactly sure this strange wriggly tentacle monster is now attacking you A that's alarming enough B you think it was sent here by Lola, 
you know, maybe this game isn't isn't great. Like you thought it wasn't great to begin with. Now you know it's not great. Finding Lola's not going to be fun. Um, it's really starting to build paranoia inside you. Yeah, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, run away. Okay, so make me another willpower duel. I got a four of tomes, so I'm going to cheat in a nine of masks, which gives me a twelve of masks. Perfect. Uh, in your hysteria and your panic, you run straight down the path that you had, in- you had just come. This thing hot on your heels, making that same, we'll call it swamp yell. It's just this gurgly scream. You reach where the tent was, and you run right through it, and you like go through the flaps of the tent, and you're back into the carnival. Nothing is chasing you. All right, I'll. Uh, uh, I, I'm. I'm. I imagine that I keep running for a little while before I realize nothing's chasing me. Um, okay. But uh, whenever I realize that, I'll stop and uh, look at where I got bit or slashed or slapped or something. Uh, where you were bit would be on your forearm, and it has a strange purple, like, glisten to it. Kind of like a glittery saliva intermixed with your blood. Gross. I'm going to try to wipe that off with uh, my shirt. Okay, you're, you're good. You wipe blood and glittery goo onto your shirt. Okay. Um, and you do see your friends just cresting one of the sides of the, the tent you saw, which way they went. Sorry, they're coming out of the tent? No, they're going around They're it. going like, around the tent. You just, yeah. Yeah, you see just, just them, like, cresting over the, the corner. Oh, wait. My so student buddies? No, you're, like, Darling and Stuart. Oh, okay. Um, we'll all run after him. Mr. James Matthews, five, four and a half. Oh, God. <laughs> you are now being shepherded towards six mannequins by a seventh mannequin. If James tries to, like, not be touched by this mannequin, like, what ha- Like, if he just, like, uh, tries to, like, you know, drop his shoulder to not be touched, is it just clinging to him? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck me. At this point, it's pushed its body into yours. So as you were moving your legs, its knees are like right behind yours. So it's just walking you towards the others. Um, you're practically sitting um, in it, for better lack of a better term, you're sitting on its lap. It is now starting to snake its arms down so it can hold on to your hands and puppet your arms as well. Its head is currently resting, like, forcefully resting on your right shoulder, but, like, on your right shoulder, and its chin is, like, tucked between your chin and your uh, collarbone. Um, oh my god. <laughs> um, Jesus. Um, I don't know. Um, James, I mean, James is just... I, I don't know, James is just freaking the fuck out. Uh... Yeah, I mean, he will, like, he'll attempt to, like, free himself from this fucking thing, but if he can't, he's kind of just 
there and probably got a tear rolling down. <laughs> okay, go ahead and give me a mic check. Save that fucking kid, Bam Bam. Oh my god. Oh so, yeah. That is a... Uh, I have no plus of the fucking might. That is a uh, 13 of masks, though. It's as fucking good. I love it. So, just that you remember darling giving you a kiss on your cheek <laughs> and suddenly that maroon lipstick if you could see the side of your face just just falls off it just blows away and you get this it just invigorating surge you're like no mannequin not today <laughs> and you just wiggle away from it and you turn around and push it backwards and suddenly the other six just break formation watching this happen they kind of almost recoil in a way but one of them, so five, dissipate. They just like, <laughs> out of there. One still stands. It is wearing a mask that is smiling. The mask is old. It is cracked. Looks disheveled. This mannequin itself is not nearly as polished. It is not as well-maintained. It also has blades for fingers. And it is holding onto this child, not cutting it, but it is making sure that this child cannot leave. Mm. James, well, first, very shakily, James would, like, you know, God, try to muster up as much sounding of being the brave and just let him go. There is no response. <laughs> the kid is just like, hey, Mr. Mr. Hell. Uh, so with his right hand, he's going to kind of, like, be, like, holding his hand out to the kid. Uh, with his left hand, he's going to be pulling out his knife from his pocket. Okay. And walk towards the child. Okay. The mannequin doesn't move. You are able to walk all the way up to the child. Never like breaking eye contact that this fucking thing tries to grab the child's hand and or arm that may be free. Okay. So you bend down to grab the kid's hand. You successfully grab it. Now what? Uh, if I like, okay. So he'll try to gently like, you know, pull. But if it seems like that, you know, these fucking knife finger things are going to cut him, he will stop. They definitely do start to get into his skin and he's like, ow! Uh, so, yeah, reaction wise, James just let, like completely lets go of the kid's hand. Like, he just like lets go. Just like, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm freaking out. <laughs> As you let go of the kid's hand, you hear the familiar bell that is on town hall start ringing the same sort of chime that signals closing day from behind the mannequin you see another appear dressed as your father and you hear in dad's voice closing time james make sure to lock everything up we have valuables it is our job to keep safe people count on us and with each chime you see like one finger just into the kid as he starts just crying and screaming. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> um, oh. Okay, so his father's there. So, oh, Jesus. Did you lock the safe, James? Okay, with that, uh, James... So James will, like, reach into his pocket. Uh, I don't like this. Is, are there like, keys that he would have had, like for locking things? Mm -hmm. Um, 
so he'll take out like the keys uh and just like very confusedly kind of like hold them out towards like the child and like the mannequin okay uh and then I, I don't know if like this would really be connected. I don't know if you make a flip to like know if James would know, but I, I want him to pull out the five dollar or the five script. But I don't know if uh, I don't know if quite okay. he'll get like if that's yeah. He he could pull it out if he wants. Yes. Yeah, so like he'll yeah, so he'll put his knife away, still holding out the keys and also take out the five dollars. Like, yeah, I I think no, I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. What do you do? There are now three bladed fingers inside this child. Oh my god. Three of ten. Um, oh my god, I'm like, I'm sweating. <laughs> um, oh, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> Five fingers. Uh, James, I, I mean, James will like try to like press them like just in like just towards the mannequin he's like i i didn't lock it i'm sorry i'll lock it here take it back just stop please who which mannequin are you giving it to the one dressed as your dad or the one with that's eviscerating the child um he will try the one eviscerating the child if that doesn't help then he will run to the one like that is his father okay so dad daddy mannequin takes the money and the keys and just kind of the just wags his finger at you. You should know better. Bad children need to be punished. And the other five mannequins descend upon you. Oh my god. Give me a willpower duel, Mr. James. Five, you can do it. So that is 13. I forget what the fuck these are. Uh, is that uh, fucking... That's tomes. Not tomes. Is it? Yeah, okay, so 13 of tomes. As these things are descending upon you, coming down from gossamer streamers, some seem to be crawling across the floor like arachnids, you feel a hand just touch your right shoulder and step past you, and it's great-granddaddy Rashad. And in a beautiful, gleaming moment of green light, everything stops. Hey everyone, it's Alex, one more time. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review us. Do you want to stay in touch? We'd love to hear from you. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SoulStoryPod. The cast is on Twitter as well. You can find Moose at Moosifo, Spencer at SpareBearTheMeek, BamBam at HotBam with three M's, Logan at KOTL of the Light. And you can find me, your Fate Master, at Roll for Alex.